1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to today's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Today, I'm here with Stacy, who's a military spouse. So, Stacy, welcome to the podcast. How are you?
2: I'm good. Doing great, Gracie. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Start by telling me what it's like being a military spouse for you.
2: Well, um, adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> Very much um, the unknowns, Um it's been quite a roller coaster, but it's been an incredible experience. And people say it takes a special type of person. No, we all have it in us. It's just a matter of adjusting to the lifestyle and everything that gets thrown on our plate.
1: Yeah, because it's seriously that unknown. It's unpredictable. Some days you might be doing one thing, the next day it's completely opposite and you know, orders can change on this drop of a dime and you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So how was your journey, you know, stepping into that role from the beginning?
2: Shocking to say it at first, because I had met my husband a long time ago through a mutual friend and didn't ever really think that anything would transpire from years ago meeting, but he was actually. um transitioning from leaving San Diego and moving to Norfolk and he happened to be back in my hometown for a visit in between the transfer and we ran into each other um and started talking we ended up just like going for coffee and going for ice cream and playing mini golf and next thing you know less than a year later we were married expecting our first child
1: Wow. It's a quick journey. And that's like (laughs) so many military relationships are that quick and it goes back to back to back to back to back. And everyone, you know, sees that and it's like, what is that? Like, how how do relationships work like that?
2: Yep. It is incredible and definitely, definitely blessed by the experience for sure.
1: Yeah. So you kind of picked up from California then and moved.
2: Actually, I did not. I was not in California with Josh. That was like okay. his life before me and my life before him. He was there and he was moving to Norfolk. And that's when we got connected again from me knowing him when he was here in Altoona with his family previously. So,
1: wow. What an incredible. It's just the way that it works some days. You cannot, again, back to that unpredictability. Like,
2: For sure, because you never know where life's going to take you. And it's the most unexpected things that bring you the most joy.
1: That is so true. And, you know, military life is so unexpected. And so finding joy in those little unexpected moments that you never know what's going to happen, you never know what's coming for you next is so important.
2: Yep, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, you know, moving cross country you know, essentially, and having your first kid and, you know, being married and in a relationship, what was it like settling into that new lifestyle so quickly?
2: Well, can I take us back for just a second? Because, um, so I was actually still living in Altoona when Josh had transferred to Norfolk and, um, we were dating long distance at first and he was home, um, Once or twice throughout the year. And I was making some trips to Norfolk and we happened to be down there for one of the amazing events. And that's one of the best things about military life is the travel. I think a lot of times you get to go to all the different places and see the culture and such, but I had traveled down to Norfolk for an event, um, that was right at the waterfront. They were doing a wine festival and Josh actually proposed to me at the wine festival.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: And Then eventually uh, we got married just a few short weeks later and um, I actually did not move with him until our son was just about four months old. We actually moved on Mother's Day, my first ever Mother's Day from Altoona to Norfolk to be with Josh permanently. I kind of thought for a second that I could make our lifestyle work with me being here and him being there
1: (laughs) and realizing
2: within a few short weeks that that wasn't going to be the case, that we all needed to be together as a family.
1: Yeah, because it's so important to have that family connection, that family unit and bond whenever you are or wherever you are and whenever you can, because you never know when that is going to be taken away because of a deployment, because of TDY, because of trainings, whatever the case may be. And, you know, especially with little ones, you know, it's hard to, in a sense, miss out on those moments, you know, growing up and everything too.
2: Yep, for sure. So we packed everything up on Mother's Day, got in the car and drove six hours to the apartment that my husband had um gotten ready in that short period of time since my son was born. And to be honest with you, I am not, um, shy or backwards or anything. So the adventure was amazing, but the initial thinking, okay, I'm going here. This is really happening. I'm going to be with my spouse now and living this brand new life of everything that I've never experienced before with an infant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is scary, but it's it's that adventure. And if you're willing to take that step, if you're willing to take that leap, you get some of the best experiences from it. I wouldn't change it
2: for anything. I am extremely thankful for all the things that we've gone through and been able to do in in that few years. So, yeah, it's absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, what a first Mother's Day.
2: I know, right? <laughs> Pack up your car, road trip. We're moving to Virginia
1: <laughs> with an infant.
2: Correct, and I'll tell you what—that little boy is a trooper. He does the car so well, even to this day. He's he's four and a half right now, so yeah,
1: yeah. Military kids, you know, I always say I'm a little biased, but military kids are seriously the best. They're so, <laughs> you know, BRAT is the acronym for bravery, bravery, resilience, adaptability, and. T, everyone kind of t- changes a bit but i always say tough you yep. know and they fit every single one of those categories and it's not something that they necessarily learn it's instilled in them from the moment that they are born into or step into that military child role
2: yep for sure he he absolutely he, he still remembers he always says mama when are we going back home Because Virginia was his home for the first, you know, three and a half years of his life. And he doesn't he hasn't associated Pennsylvania with being home just quite yet. But I think he's almost there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And once, you know, every time you move, seriously, the hardest question to ask. Mainly kids, but even spouses as well. That question of where is home you know, kids grow up in this environment where it's so unstable. And, you know, for me, even though I've moved only twice, you know, Ohio is where I was born. I spent nine years there. Texas, I spent a good three years of my life there, but those were my maturing years. That's when my dad got hurt. You know, we were there, we were at B M C because we were in the hospital, like we were there for a reason. And so those years have so much meaning to me. And then moving To Florida, like that's where my teenage years were, and so it's like, how do I pick out of those three places where home is? And you know, so many military kids have to move around so much more than that, and it's like, where do you pick from there?
2: Yeah, but home's where we are. Home's where your family is. So it it's not a place. It's a I think it's a feeling in the heart and being in a place that you are all connected. So
1: right because when you have to constantly be packing up and moving, you know what is home?
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. yes. so what was like the next stage in life after Norfolk? what was what came next after that for you guys?
2: Well we were actually there for the last um three and a half almost four years while well, Josh finished his naval contract he was in for eight, but we were only with him down there for the last three and a half because um, of the transition. But he actually spent some time, um, when we arrived still on a ship and then he eventually was put on shore duty, which we were very thankful for because we knew he would get to be home with us. And then COVID happened and all things changed. And he was actually, um, moved from the Norfolk Naval Station over to Portsmouth Naval Hospital during all the COVID. So he was working, um, with all of the other, um, servicemen and women that were connected with anything dealing with COVID from getting people onto the base to be tested, all that kind of stuff. And, um, so he was actually then tied to the hospital ship. Um, so if the ship went out, which it did have to one time, he had to go along with them. Um, fortunately for us, um, they still needed some of those, folks on base and he was actually fortunate enough to be able to stay and not have to um be on the ship to go to New York so we got to keep him home with us so actually um last January um, he transitioned out he did eight years and we finished up months and weeks worth of
1: paperwork and, <laughs> up,
2: and we packed up the car and moved back to Pennsylvania just over a year ago
1: yeah what was it like? you know, making that transition in, because for you guys, it was fairly quick then, um making that transition in and then making that transition out. Yes. Yeah, so
2: getting there and doing it, it, it's the in-between that was the amazingness, you know, getting there and getting acclimated to things took a few weeks, a few months. um Then, you know, you lived your life for the three and a half years that we were there and had so many amazing adventures. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, He's done. And we get to come home. And it was like, uh, okay, what do we do now? We're we're back (laughs) in town with our family. And it almost felt foreign Mm -hmm. because what had become so comfortable in those three and a half years um, just changed again. And I mean, it was great to be home with all of our family and friends, but I still miss, I still miss Virginia. There was so much, to do there. So much life, adventure, food. Yes. <laughs> I'm a total foodie. So getting that different aspect of culture than the hometown I had known for, you know, 30 plus years was, was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I can definitely speak for food in Norfolk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is, you know, just food anywhere is incredible. And that's what I've loved about the military life. Um, and it's, you know, I attribute my experiences to the military life, obviously, but this is, you know, any life just traveling and being that adventurous, you know, kind of self going around and just tasting different food is seriously the best.
2: And I honestly think that my son is such an incredible eater because of being in the military and being away and having all of that at our fingertips, you know, from American food to Italian, to Filipino, to Thai, to Vietnamese. I mean, everything in between. Um, yeah, that, that little boy eats everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I love going right outside of base with the, the little like mom and pop restaurants right outside. And, you know, the different cultures of food that you have around there and everything is just so incredible.
2: Yep, you get to know all the locals once you go to the restaurants x amount of time, and people are like, "Oh, are you here? Are you are you like a permanent here? Are you like a military <laughs> here?" It's actually kind of funny joke. Like, "Oh, will we see you next month. Or are you going to be gone?" And
1: <laughs> yeah, because you know, one day you'll be walking in like once every week, once every other week, and then the next day you never go back. And you know, as hard as that is to say, and as you know, terrible as it sounds, like you literally just you go and you most of the time never go back. Yeah. So it's definitely that. When will we see you again? Are we going to see you ever again? (laughs) You know, it's a valid question.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got connected with so many wonderful people in the community and I mean, just from friends or churches and business owners and you get accustomed to all of that. And then all of a sudden it ends.
1: Yeah. And, you know, being, having only had that one duty station, you know, it's easier to necessarily, or to go back instead of having, you know, a duty station in every corner of the country, you know, when you try to go back and visit, you're like, well, which one do I choose?
2: Yeah. My husband said he would go back to California any day. (laughs) (laughs) He, He really much enjoyed San Diego and not so much Norfolk. I'm just not sure if it was because of the The difference in change in weather and such, because we're both fair weather people, Mm -hmm. which we're in Pennsylvania now. And if you know anything about Pennsylvania weather, it is cold. We have more winter than any other season. And the fact that he actually wanted to come back to my hometown was was pretty shocking for me. I was like, "Why don't we move somewhere warm?" He's like, "When (laughs) I retire." I was like, "Okay,
1: (laughs) we've got a little bit more time," you know, with the cold weather. It was, you know, that's. I grew up in Cleveland, so
2: yes, mistake on the lake.
1: (laughs) We have the (laughs) lake effect snow, and you tell somebody lake effect snow, and they're like, "What is that?" I'm like, "You haven't lived up north."
2: (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely a complete change from you know he was in California for almost five years, and drastic change moving you know to Virginia and to PA.
1: Right. Even, you know, Norfolk is still kind of Southern and it is right on the ocean, but you still get, it's not tropical weather there, like California. I'm in Florida and it's tropical year round basically, but you don't get that in Norfolk.
2: Yeah. Palm trees and sunshine for you, but Norfolk still, the weather is absolutely incredible. You do have a lot more sunshine than you do have cloudy Mm -hmm. Funny story about that. When we moved home to PA, um, we were here maybe six or seven weeks. And my son says to me, Mama, where's the sun? (laughs) I was like, wow. I was like, his little mind being down there. I mean, just six hours away and knowing that the sun was out basically every day to moving here to PA and you know it's winter more often than not and the sun is not out all the time and it was it was a cool concept for him to to bring that up and of course then i had to explain the the weather here in pa and he was like wow that's not fair we need more sun
1: <laughs> and i mean you know some places get more sun sometimes of the year you know are different but it's still pretty cloudy you know, yes. for the majority of it, which, you know, it has its pros and cons. I would r- much rather um the weather where it's constantly in the 70s, between the 60s and the 80s um, year round than, you know, these 90 degree temperatures that we're getting right now. But
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's warm there for sure. I mean, we've had some decent weather here now for the month of May and we're happy that summer's here. But yeah, we're definitely fair weather people. We prefer sunshine over over cold any day. Forget the skiing. We'll take the pool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, that's another thing that military life, you know, some days you could be stationed in Alaska and the next you're in Florida or, you know, Okinawa and these tropical places and you don't get to choose that. And, you know, sometimes you just have to bear through the weather to get through it and get to your next place.
2: Yep, for sure.
1: Yeah. So the last thing I always like to ask is what piece of advice would you give to another military spouse?
2: Ah, embrace it. Literally just go in with an open heart and an open mind and just try to take it all in. Even when it seems overwhelming and you're unsure of all the things, um, it'll all come together it does. And it may, it will be hard some days and it'll be amazing some days. And when you look back on it, now that we've been home, when you look back on it, honestly, it was the most amazing experience I've ever had. And I'm thankful for it every day, the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Because you really get it all.
2: Yes, you do. But it's, it was literally the best time of my life. And I absolutely enjoyed getting to experience being away from my hometown and seeing things in a whole different perspective. So embrace it. Embrace the change because it's all all incredible and worth it.
1: Yeah, there's so many things to just learn from everywhere you go and so many things to experience and don't miss out on any piece of it.
2: No, absolutely not. We literally found every local spot that we could do something for free or minimal cost or buy a membership because the one of the most amazing things is that there are so many places in, in or around your duty or base station that offer amazing military discounts for families. And we would just buy a yearly membership for the gardens or the zoo or something like that and get to enjoy all those things all the time.
1: Yeah, because it's so important to really dive into the culture of the area that you're in. You know, most of the time we're all in the United States, but every single state, every single region is so different. So it's important to dive into, you know, the local region. There was something on Instagram going around the other day and it's uh said, I don't want to be a tourist. I think it was. I think it was worded I don't want to be a tourist I want to be a traveler Because the travelers are the ones who like really Deep dive into The area and what it's like Instead of just saying I want to be a tourist I want to go to all of these You know places that everyone else is going And while that's you know good too It's so important especially for military families When you get a new Duty station to dive into What it's like in that area Because the next area Is going to be so different
2: Yep. I always said, become a local, Yeah, act like you've been there your whole life and just see all the things and experience it all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Stacy, for being on the podcast and sharing your incredible journey.
2: Of course. I'm so thankful that you asked me to be on.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.